From the Office of the City Auditor in Austin, Texas, this is Audit ATX. A podcast about the audits and investigations our office does to make Austin better for all residents. We're your hosts, Sarah and Max. Today we are speaking with Tyler Myers, Supervising Senior Auditor here at our office, about a recent audit report which looked at the progress the City of Austin made towards goals set in Strategic Direction 2023 a five-year strategic plan created in 2018. So Tyler, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Happy to be here today. So Tyler, to start off, what is strategic planning and why is it important for local governments to do? Great. So strategic planning is really just an effort that an organization can undergo to really create a link between something like their budget and desired outcomes that they want to see, like programs and services that the city has and is making the city a better place to be. And it's a way to help develop strategies, mission, vision, and then kind of get agreement on that throughout the whole organization. So in some ways, a strategic plan is just making sure everyone can speak the same language and know what the mission is for the organization. Tyler, can you give us some more context about what Strategic Direction 2023 is? How and why was this plan developed by the city? Strategic Direction 2023 came out of some workshops and meetings that the city stakeholders had back in 2017 and was officially adopted in 2018. And it was a five-year strategic plan kind of take us to 2023 or right now developed and they wanted to address a couple of items which were like overall lack of clear shared citywide priorities, kind of avoiding some of the more critical issues that the city was facing, some problems with governance and how to make these decisions and who makes these decisions, and then having a chance to learn from our mistakes and improve our processes going forward, and then develop you know what our mission and vision would be for the next five years for the city. So we learned from the report that SD23, as you mentioned, is a five-year plan, but it's sort of organized under six outcome areas that are areas that the city is choosing to focus on. So the report that you conducted is titled Strategic Direction 2023, Progress on the Economic Opportunity and Affordability Outcome. What is the economic opportunity and affordability outcome? And can you explain to us why the audit focused solely on this outcome area versus looking at all six outcome areas that the strategic plan covered? Great question. So as you mentioned, economic opportunity and affordability, often shortened to EOA for those of us in the loop, is one of six outcome areas that the plan has. And if you go through and read the plan, it says the goal of that outcome is to have economic opportunities and resources that enable us to thrive in our community. And it's just a way of kind of like grouping those departments and performance measures and strategies that have to deal with economic opportunity and affordability. It's a grouping of those efforts that the city's engaged in. And to answer the question about like, why do we focus on this one area out of the six, it's really due to the objective and scope of our work. And so this audit came out of the calendar year 2022 audit plan. 
And that objective in that plan was to focus in on this important priority area for the city because of some of the issues it contains, such as housing, affordability, jobs, and workforce development. So it was like a priority issue for the city to look at. And that's why our audit focused in on that one outcome area. But really, when you kind of read through the report, we're talking about one outcome area, but many of the issues we found really apply to all six, but it's just the only one that we looked at in our work. In theory, strategic plans are supposed to help organizations achieve their goals. So overall, was SD23 effective in this regard? So while the city did do many things that would help us be more successful in our strategic planning efforts, we did notice two primary areas in which the city could do a better job in strategic planning and executing the strategic plan. The first issue area in our first finding has to do with performance measures. And some of the performance measures lacked some of those really necessary elements that would help inform the city if we are making progress towards our goals. And the second finding has to do with some of these delays in implementing key elements of the plan and a lack of monitoring. And taken as a whole, those two issues really prevented the city from measuring and reporting on progress throughout the lifespan of SD23. Got it. So let's walk through each of those findings in a little more detail. Can you tell us how SD23's use of performance measures was ineffective? Yes. So finding one over performance measures goes through five ways in which they were ineffective or not as helpful as they might have been in measuring progress that the city wanted to make on these key outcome areas. So kind of taking them one by one, The first one was that many of the performance measures, in fact, over half of them were labeled as something called a community indicator. And really what that means is they're just like broad statistics about the city of Austin as a community. So things like median housing value, unemployment rate, which are super critical pieces of information, but they're outside the scope of the city's span of control, if you will. And no matter what the city did, it might be hard to make progress on those things. So we just went ahead and noted that those are maybe not the best types of performance measures for us to be using. The next one was about the lack of targets and how almost half of all the performance measures in EOA outcome area lack a target. And so if we don't have a goal we're working towards, then it's really hard to say if we're being successful in our efforts. And so when half of our measures lack a target, we can't even tell if we're making progress on half of our efforts. So we thought it was really critical that these performance measures have targets. Some other issues was that if you went and looked at the data supporting all these performance measures, it was out of cycle, out of date from what we were looking at. So, you know, if we're wanting information about how we did in fiscal year 2021 so that we can better plan what we're going to do in fiscal year 2022, you'd want that updated information. And we found many of the measures were out of date or out of cycle. And then the fourth issue was we found that some of the measures... When you dug really deep, we found that the statistics from the U.S. Census Bureau that they were using didn't really follow best practices on how to use that information. So we just wanted to call that issue out and make sure that gets addressed. And the last issue is that many of the performance measures lack a way to measure their equity impact. So even though the plan itself calls out the importance of measuring equity, less than a quarter of all measures could use that data to see what the impact was through an equity lens when you go through each one of those performance measures. 
Gotcha. That makes sense. The audit's second finding stated that the city's delay in implementing the plan and the lack of formal monitoring limited the ability to assess progress towards the plan's goals. Why is timely implementation and monitoring significant here? So the key thing we're talking about here is the strategic performance dashboard that is hosting all the performance measured data for SD23 that supports all six outcome areas, including the EOA one, which we focused on in our report. And when you go look at the timeline of when the plan was developed and then when that website was ready to go, it was three years into the plan. And so when you think about it as a five-year strategic plan and that thing is not ready until year three of it, it's a bit of a problem when we're trying to see if we're doing a good job throughout the plan and maybe having opportunities to change strategy or if we need to tweak the performance measure. And so the delay in implementing some of that that key element hindered our ability to report and make progress on our goals. And then the other aspect too, the formal monitoring, we thought again, it's critical. It's what the best practice guidance says. We should have some formal monitoring opportunities throughout the plan to see again, like if we need to change strategy. And when we went reviewed the record of the plan, we only found one instance in which there was a formal monitoring opportunity. And again, it was just missing some of these key moments and pieces of information that we can use to ensure that we're executing the strategic plan to the best of our ability. So how do you think that the city of Austin can learn from the report and the issues that you just pointed out to improve future strategic planning efforts? Right. So thinking about our recommendations, we issued three recommendations in our report. And Recommendation one and two are really about making sure we get those performance measures right. So recommendation one saying, hey, let's reevaluate the use of these community indicator style performance measures and just make sure that the performance measures we're going to select as key performance measures are things that are within the city's span of control. And so that they're directly tied to city initiatives, programs, and outcomes. There's more of a clear connection between those two things. And recommendation two tackles each one of those issues that we talked about earlier, you know, making sure all measures have targets. They're written in a way that they can be updated every year and that they're measuring equity as much as possible. And then the third recommendation goes back to the implementation and monitoring piece where if we're going to do this strategic planning. Let's implement it as quickly as possible so that we're not waiting for things to develop as the plan's already going and so that we can have those opportunities to do any course correction throughout the lifespan of the plan. All right. And looking onward, what should our listeners know about the city's future strategic planning efforts? And can we expect an SD28? Yeah, great question. Again, the future strategic planning efforts, I don't have a definitive answer there for you. As we were wrapping up on our work, there are some pretty big changes in the city landscape and the city management landscape. And so there's been a lot of changes going on. And I'm not even sure if something called SD28 will be coming out, but the city is engaging in a effort to refresh the strategic plan and As SD23 wraps up, there should be some new thing that the city is using to guide its efforts, and we hope they'll be using our recommendations to make that plan even better. Awesome. And Tyler, thank you so much for joining us today and explaining all of the work you and your team put together for the SD23 audit. All right. Thanks for having me. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Audit ATX. This report is available on our website at austintexas.gov auditor. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Austin Auditor. And subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Until next time. Bye-bye.